When the breath isn't steady, all isn't steady. When the breath is still, all is still. Control the breath carefully. Inhalation gives strength and a controlled body. Retention gives steadiness of mind and longevity. Exhalation purifies body and spirit. A quote from Gorak Sasathakam. Hello, incredible people. Welcome back for another serving of PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. Today, we got we get to talk about yoga therapy. My guest is a dear friend of mine from college. Her name is Anne-Marie Viel Aurelario. She is a licensed physical therapist, a certified PIYSR yoga teacher and yoga therapist. She's a diplomate in osteopathic manipulative theories and practice, a yin yoga teacher, bowing therapist, fascial manipulation specialist, conscious yin yoga and meditation teacher. Right now, she's trying to finish her Doctor of Manual Therapy and Doctor of Acupuncture. And she is the founder and co-director of Medicali Yoga Institute, her own yoga school. So come take a bite and enjoy. Welcome to the show, Viel. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, right. so how are you today? I'm, I'm good. I did my morning practice and... I actually meditated before we do this thing. Right. So the nerves are at bay and uh, I'm keeping calm. Uh, so you're ready for the interview? I think so. Right. I'm so formal. <laughs> not okay. like us, right? <laughs> so formal. I'm not used to it. Okay. All right. So before we go on to our topic, uh, I usually ask my guests first how they started in physical therapy. So for you, what's your story how did you start in physical therapy um i started in physical therapy when was that i actually graduated 2009 mm-hmm. um we were batchmates yeah and you know all my misadventures <laughs> in the pt school yeah. um i i was actually supposed to graduate 2008 but i got delayed a year um mm-hmm. so i graduated 2009 and then from there, I I started my work in. Is this about the first work that I did, or was it in PD school? Yeah, tell us uh, how you started from physical therapy to where you are right now. Okay, so um, after graduating, um, I immediately worked at um at the at a hospital. Uh, I was working in a government hospital, and then. At that point, I was getting really burned out. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what was that? I met I met a doctor there who was doing was doing acupuncture at that time. I forgot his name, but yeah, uh, I would see him do acupuncture on our patients. And then he actually opened my eyes to alternative and complementary techniques and therapies. So when I got invited to um, do this manual therapy um, crash course I did. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, I actually loved the fact of doing manual therapy. Mm -hmm. And when I learned a few techniques, I found myself wanting to learn more. Mm -hmm. So I'm a physical therapist, but more so I'm more of an orthopedic manual therapist. A lot of what I do now is manual techniques. So how did that lead you to yoga? 
So that's a long story. <laughs> so um, back in the day, <laughs> first my mom met my dad. Now, um, what was that? So yeah, uh, I was first and foremost into manual therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the principles there, I I adhere to, and actually, um, uh, the principles uh, are the ones that I actually follow up until now Mm -hmm. and then i was looking for something that would complement it i know that in physical therapy we have therapeutic exercises Mm -hmm. but i found that a lot of my patients would be more would be more compliant Mm -hmm. if i don't call it therapeutic exercise Mm -hmm. they would usually tell me things oh i did my pilates class i Mm -hmm. did all these classes and I found that they would be doing these things more than more. they would be doing our therapy exercises at home. Mm-hmm. So that got me curious. So when I was doing my postgrad course in osteopathy, which was in, uh, I started 2010. We finished the diplomate course in about two and a half years. So during that time, um, I found my first movement practice is, of course, I'll always be thankful to this company, Bar 3. Mm-hmm. So during my my time, or during my post uh, post grad course, I I found Bar Three, and Bar Three in the beginning back then, it was a combination of yoga, Pilates, and ballet. Mm-hmm. So that's where I started my movement practice. Mm-hmm. And then of course that's where I got introduced to yoga, and mm-hmm. I was actually choosing between between yoga and Pilates. Mm-hmm. And there's this specific Pilates um, system that was actually developed by a physiotherapist. Mm -hmm. It's called the Stott Pilates. Mm -hmm. I found that it was very similar to what we were doing already in the clinics. Mm -hmm. It was very anatomy-based and kinesiology-based. And I was actually looking for something more. I don't know why I was looking for something more. Mm -hmm. So I, I turned the other way, which was yoga. Mm-hmm. And yoga, I, I thought that it sounds very esoteric, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yoga actually provided a lot of scientific studies already back then. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a school that has a therapy side to it. Mm-hmm. But back then, we didn't have any kind of yoga therapy in Asia. So I had to go to India for that. So the school that I enrolled with was, um, uh, it was a yoga therapy course. And the school actually, or the ashram, they call it, the ashram actually had a hospital beside it. Mm -hmm. So they were actually using um, yoga to prescribe to their their patients. Mm -hmm. So every weekend, of course, I went to India for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the beginning, I thought I was in a cult. Uh (laughs) Because my first night there, um, they were practicing um, Trataka. Trataka is where you gaze at a candle for for long minutes. And we even started like second night, we started practicing laughter yoga. And, and if you don't know the science behind it, and I didn't, I really thought I was in a cult because <laughs> we would be laughing. We would force ourselves to laugh for an hour. And if we stop, our guru just said, keep going, keep laughing. (laughs) And I did. And I thought I was going crazy. And it was the worst (laughs) thing idea of enrolling there. 
But as the days went by, more doctors started, Western doctors started coming in and started explaining the science behind the practices and mm-hmm. how it translates into therapy. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful. Mm-hmm. And then um, more than the more than the asanas, because in physical therapy we already have the exercises and all that mm-hmm. jazz, right? right? But the most that I appreciated with yoga was, oh, if you're wondering, these are my knees because I'm <laughs> actually in the floor. I'm actually in the floor, crossing my legs, like your usual yoga person, always crossing their legs. So. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, what I appreciated more in the training was it was yoga therapy, but a lot of a major bulk of our training was focused on the breathing, mm-hmm. the breathing number one and meditation. Mm-hmm. And those two, those two are actually very important when it comes to managing not just patients, but managing people like. I mean, exercises can get you or take you as far. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing for me that I do for my patients now is to teach them how to breathe properly, how to manage their own thoughts, Mm -hmm. how to manage their own mind. And it's as simple as doing a five-minute meditation per day. So that's, that's the one that actually holds me and grounds me in my yoga practice because of these two things, more than the asanas, because there, there are a lot more movement practices out there. And I actually believe in cross-training. So mm-hmm. I do love yoga, but I actually like mixing it with strength-based practices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't tell you what they are or which they are that I do. <laughs> but in the yeah, next episode, I, you can discuss yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, I usually cross-train it. But uh-huh. what keeps me coming back to yoga would be the, the breathing and the meditation. Mm-hmm. And that I, I finished my training 2012, mm-hmm. and uh, ha- I haven't turned back since. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy where I am right now. Right, right. So, would you say the core of yoga therapy would be breathing and meditation? Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. It's the thing that separates it from all the other fitness-based um, systems mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So aside from uh, breathing and, and meditation, what else drew you closer or more intently to yoga? What did you like about yoga aside from breathing and meditation? Um, the fact that I, yeah, I mean, the principles of it. Um, mm-hmm. I was, uh, during that time that I took my training in yoga, I was doing my postgrad course in osteopathy. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, a lot of it, or the principle of osteopathy is, um, you're actually just tapping the body's innate ability to heal itself. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the core principles of yoga as well. I mean, I'd like, you can call it spirituality, mm-hmm. but I just call it like common sense more than, more than me being able to give to my patients or to my clients. It was yoga actually was my therapy for myself. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, from all my students, because I teach yoga classes, I, mm-hmm. I teach movement classes, I would still do clinics. I still have patients. After all that, at the end of the day, I come back to my breathing. I come back to meditate. And mm-hmm. that's what actually, that's what, that's what actually fuels me and grounds mm-hmm. me in my practice up until today. 
So for me, yoga more than just as a practice, mm-hmm. it's my own therapy, mm-hmm. and it's what keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. We need those uh, activities that we would yeah. love to do, keep us grounded and keep us uh, remind I mean, us where we are. It sounds. I know it sounds corny. Oh, if you're coming from, if you're coming like from a medical, I, because in the beginning it 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 really sounded corny to me, like oh, grounding meditation. But you have <laughs> to experience it first uh-huh, before uh-huh. you do or say anything, mm-hmm. and that's that's me. Right. So for um someone who is uh, listening to this podcast and probably doesn't have much of an idea of what yoga is, because Yoga for for many people it would just be flexibility stretches positions yeah. inversions. Um, in your own words, how would you describe yoga to someone who has no idea or has little idea of what yoga is? Um, yoga is this sounds cliche. Yoga is for everyone. Mm-hmm. It it's not about flexibility. It's about finding and doing what what's best for your body so other people would say oh yoga is too hard i'm not flexible but that's why you do yoga because you're not flexible it's not like the other way around Mm -hmm. and it's also not not based on age Mm -hmm. because oh i'm too old i can't do yoga anymore Mm -hmm. but let me tell you um i actually have two clients um Mm -hmm. they've been practicing with me for Running six years now, this mm-hmm. coming this coming April 2020. Mm-hmm. They've been practicing with me for six years now. Um, and they do yoga with me like twice if they man if they can manage thrice a week. And mm-hmm. they're they're husband and wife and they're mm-hmm. both in their eighties. Oh wow. And let me tell you, of course in the beginning they couldn't hold all of these poses, but yeah. now um they hold their forearm plank with perfect form. Mm-hmm. proper engagement of muscles they hold it for a minute mm-hmm. and for for that age i mean i can tell you right now um i also teach group classes right mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people who are in their 20s or 30s do not know how to hold a a proper plank uh-huh. pro- and and i can bet you that these guys um this husband and wife in their uh-huh. 80s can actually beat them uh-huh. And so that, that mm-hmm. in mind and knowing with all the studies that, that yoga or a lot of actually doctors are also supporting yoga, um, mm-hmm. coming back to your question is what yoga is in my own words mm-hmm. for me, uh, again, this sounds cliche, but if I say it, it's my own words, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, yoga is life. Mm-hmm. Yoga is, is healing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually coming to terms with yourself of what you can and cannot do, mm-hmm. and being okay with that. Right. And it's a matter of yoga is also a process of self discovery and self mastery. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was about to say what? that uh, self discovery because I think a lot of people would be like, I don't want to do yoga; it's too easy. I'm like. If if, if they say that I'm in, I, I'm gonna like smack them. <laughs> I, I attend a lot of like yoga classes, and then I'm like, I'm sweating. You really discover right? your limits. 
you would realize uh, you have muscles that you don't know yes. that you have because you would be aching after that. So for those who think that yoga is easy, try it first. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be easy if you want mm -hmm. an easy practice. Right. But at the end of the day, you do what's suited for you mm -hmm. that specific day. Mm -hmm. um, and for those who are dissing on yoga, just know that a lot of the movement practices are actually rooted and stems from yoga. Mm -hmm. All martial arts did. Um, my, my partner in, in the yoga school that we have, he can better explain this. Mm -hmm. But all martial arts were actually derived from yoga. If mm. you look, if you're a physical therapist and you're still thinking twice about yoga, mm. all of our therapeutic exercises, I think I have my TheraX book here. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah th those are like my books. If you can see, <laughs> those are my books. So, uh, um, a lot of what we do in therapeutic exercises actually stems from yoga. It's just mm. a matter of finding the science to link these two together. Right. So, yeah, there you go. So, uh, was was yoga part of your career plan when you were in college? Or was no. it something that you just <laughs> discovered? Dude, if you know me, <laughs> if you know me back then, you wouldn't even think of me right. going in this direction. Right? What was your original plan back in college? My original plan was go to the U.S. Uh -huh. and work there. Uh -huh. um, but now I'm actually happy where I am. I'm practicing mm. in the Philippines. So yeah, uh, what was your question? I forgot. <laughs> was yoga part of your career? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Number one, no. Um, mm. If you if you actually know me back in college, no. I was actually part of the. For those of you who don't know me, I was part uh -huh. of the football team in college, uh -huh. but I only did that. So that I could actually be exempted from dancing in PE. PE. And okay. yeah. And I went to do, um, I actually got accepted in the football team because the captain was a really close friend of mine. Right. Her name I'm, is Michelle Ong. Oh, Michelle. If she's watching, uh -huh. hi, Mong. <laughs> I only got accepted because of her. Uh -huh. And I was the most lousy midfielder there is mm -hmm. but yeah I, I didn't want to dance so mm -hmm. i'd rather just run in the field and i'm not a good player either i just like run when they tell me to run try to <laughs> kick a ball like my life depends on it uh -huh. i'm not active at all uh -huh. my brother would always be laughing at me because when we would do laps i would try and join him when he was training for boxing then when we would do laps i would mm -hmm. always collapse no. And whenever, yeah, whenever I would train with him in Elorde, I would like I collapsed three times, I think, in Elorde. Yeah, that's that's how unfit I was. I mean, I'm not fit now, or mm. I think I, I, I there's room for improvement. But right. yeah, um, yoga was never really part of my plan. Mm -hmm. But um, somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I realized, yeah, uh -huh. I realized that you actually have to walk the talk. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm talking to my patients about moving because a lot of the the principles in osteopathy is about moving the body, mm -hmm. and I cannot tell or I don't feel I'm authentic. But this is me. Okay. I don't feel that I'm authentic enough or. I'm coming from a a 
place of legitimate, truth. yeah, place of truth or legitimacy. If I don't know what I'm talking about, right. so um, so yoga therapy opened up, but a lot of it again was um, was meditation and mm-hmm. breathing, mm-hmm. and the asanas you can get them like you can you can make it as really easy if you want, but what, what really motivated me to mm-hmm. keep practicing movement was again the one that introduced me to yoga mm-hmm. which was bar three mm-hmm. so um i'll keep saying bar three because it's it's the number one thing more than yoga that actually opened up uh, that that opened me to movement mm-hmm. and so um yeah yoga was never part of the plan mm-hmm. but i'm so happy that i found it Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine myself mm-hmm. not doing it, not mm-hmm. practicing it, uh-huh. and not teaching about it or not mm-hmm. even talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, what, so yeah. what was the point in your life that you told yourself, ah, oh, I like yoga. Probably I'll do this for a long time. <laughs> what was that like light bulb moment? When did that happen? Okay, light bulb moment was actually when I was, when I was in India. But mm-hmm. but because you know I don't know if you're in India you're you're gonna f- I don't know I think if you're in a yoga teacher training uh-huh. um, you get enlightened or mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but that's what I got that's uh-huh. what I got when I was in India um, so but but in the beginning when I was there I was just thinking oh I'm gonna do this for myself it was uh-huh. always about the self like uh-huh. this is for me this is to heal me because if you're if you're a physical therapist mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're gonna treat everybody and nobody's gonna treat you right 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 so yoga for me was my therapy for myself so mm-hmm. that was okay because I met a lot of great people in, in, in India and I was really fortunate that I did. Mm-hmm. And it, so I'm saying it was my light bulb moment because mm-hmm. of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was then that was 2012 mm-hmm. and yeah, but it was more for the self, mm-hmm. but it was, so it's been um, eight years since, since I did my first teacher training. Mm-hmm. I think it was, two or three years after my mm. initial training when I decided that, okay, I want to keep teaching this to my patients or mm. to my clients because mm. I've been teaching 2012. So 2015, mm. I've been teaching yoga already for three years roughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the feedback that I was getting from my patients were not about, okay, I would get like, pains being gone which is mm. good because at mm-hmm. the end of the day as physical therapists that's what you want yes the pain to, for the pain to disappear right so that's yeah. good but it gave me more more um what do you call this it gave me more of a accomplishment yeah. a feeling mm-hmm. feeling of accomplishment whenever mm-hmm. whenever my my patients would say something outside of the pain bracket which mm. is oh i like yoga i i love doing yoga with you it made me calm i was able to manage my stress oh my husband doesn't stress me as much you know what usually in the morning when i wake up 
I'd be in a hurry, but now I find myself calming down. I find mm-hmm. that I can actually give time for myself. Mm-hmm. These were these were out of the boxes for me because that's not. I mean, I think they would fall in the realm of quality of life, right? Right. So it was more of that, but mm-hmm. I was being given subjective feedback that that they are that they're improving despite of the pain not being there in the first place but mm-hmm. they found that yoga was helping them in their in their daily life with right. that kind with that so um you've mentioned a, a lot of about like relating physical therapy to your yoga practice uh in your personal opinion how how did your physical therapy background your education and skill help you with your yoga uh, practice in the beginning i wasn't really looking at physical therapy like as as an advantage mm-hmm. um i didn't think that way mm-hmm. um but somewhere down the line um a lot i think over the past five years mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the yoga teachers who aren't allied health professionals would be taking so many expensive courses just to do additional hours or lectures in anatomy mm-hmm. or or movement mm-hmm. now fascia is a big thing with yoga teachers mm-hmm. and having gone through all that in college, mm-hmm. it makes it easier, mm-hmm. especially when I'm explaining to students about their injuries and how and how specific poses would benefit them more than the mm-hmm. traditional ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, being a PT was helpful in mm-hmm. in making those very specific decisions about specific cases. Because I'm confident enough to tell them these things because I have the background. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I know what to look for. I know what I'm seeing, and I'm actually confident in delivering an advice, like mm-hmm. a medical advice. And mm-hmm. a, a lot of the the yoga teachers out there would be so careful in giving mm-hmm. out advices because at the end of the day, they would always say, "Oh, try to seek, uh, try to see." at least the good ones, mm-hmm. uh, the responsible ones, they would always say, oh, try to see your doctor first. Try to see um, a licensed therapist first. Mm-hmm. So for me, being in the front line, I didn't have to go through that, through that detour anymore because mm-hmm. I had um, the knowledge and the skills to be able to give the advice to them up front. Mm-hmm. How did yoga help you in treating patients? Um, it's just that <laughs> it's so funny because with yoga, if I, mm. if I tell them it's, it's exercise, mm. it's so hard for me to make them do it and mm. to be compliant about it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I tell them that it's yoga or I sequence the flow so that it feels like yoga, mm-hmm. they're much more compliant. Mm-hmm. That's a funny thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so- and if I call it yoga, they feel better about it rather mm. than just calling it exercise. Right, right. Yeah. Or maybe it's just me not being able to mm. translate the information better when it comes mm. to exercise, but yeah. 
saying that it's mm-hmm. yoga mm-hmm. is easier for me. Yeah. Yeah, I had a guest, the previous guest was uh, a Pilates instructor, Burns Reyes. Yeah, uh, I know he's him. A, he's a Pilates <laughs> instructor. And we've yeah. talked about how clients would usually relate more if they uh, do their treatment in a different medium like Pilates or yoga. Exactly, right? Big What's day. up with that? <laughs> well, it I think different stroke for different folks. For like if, if they feel that they're hitting two birds with one stone, being fit and recovering at the same time, probably that's it. Or probably they would much rather uh, term it into a um a, a an a leisure exercise. Yeah, I think it's like people would have would rather coin the the movement as a different one like like fitness or training or whatever or activity rather than exercise yeah i guess mm. it it doesn't sound as cool when you say mm. oh let's exercise yeah. compared us to oh Ooh, let's I do did yoga. yoga i did yeah. pilates yeah i'm gonna <laughs> do did pilates whatever. i'm gonna do right. yoga today mm-hmm. yeah so you you have your own clinic, right? So how did that come up? How did you come up with that idea of opening up your own yoga clinic? Or um, yoga studio, this, there's this one crazy night. I just dreamt about it. No, I'm just uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was um, <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, it was uh, really just I was getting a lot of referrals from doctor friends. Oh, where can I send? A lot of at least my doctor friends they were actually looking for, oh, my patient wants to do yoga, but she has this injury. Can she do it with you instead of with another person or a studio? Mm -hmm. And so that's how it actually started. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was roughly about the same year, 2012. Uh So this is like my house Uh and we have like a vacant lot. Uh-huh. That's where my clinic is. Uh-huh. So, so it's really convenient. <laughs> so they just come to me, but I'm moving it eventually. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people who go to my clinic now are are personal friends. I haven't opened it to the public. If um by the end of this year I'm moving location, that's when I'll open it to the public. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people who come to me now are referrals again from doctor friends. My mm-hmm. own students from yoga or my own students from bar three mm-hmm. and their friends or their family. So it's a lot of um, word of mouth. Word of mouth for now. Yeah, For, for now mm-hmm. because I'm just alone. I can't mm-hmm. handle too many people. So, so basically <laughs> the business was born out of um, the opportunities of referral and necessity. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah exactly. So was that also part of the plan or – it just happened. No, dude. It just started falling into place. Nothing wow. is part of the plan. <laughs> nothing. So, yeah, I'm not going to plan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't plan anymore. That's the most important thing you learn from me. No, but, but yeah, I was just taking it day by day. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this this looks good. Let's uh-huh. see if it works. I mean, Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. I I tried a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, of nah. course, I failed yeah. at a lot of stuff. <laughs> but but through failing, I was actually able to position myself 
in the exact same spot where I want to be. Right. And I actually, from all the failures that I had previously, I actually learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. I learned where I'm strong at. Mm-hmm. I learned where I need to improve on. I learned what I like. I learned mm-hmm. what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And those actually helped me a lot to come to where I am right now. That is part one of my conversation with Viel Oligario. Catch her in the next episode where she talks more about her own yoga school, Medical Yoga Institute. Until next time, see ya!